you got to speak up. You got to get shit done. You got to move. You got to work hard. You got to ask for what you want. And you have to have those tough conversations. Yet, if all you do is grind, hustle, and live in the masculine mode, you run the risk of burning out breaking down, ruining relationships. So this is where the divine feminine can come in. This is a Soul Fire production. Hello, hello, and welcome back or welcome to the show. This is episode 96, 96 beautiful episodes with you. I'm so glad to be here with you. So thank you for tuning in. If you don't know who I am, I'm your host, Judy Holler. I'm a keynote speaker and author and the creator of the House of And, that's H-A-U-S, baby. And we are a no BS improv-inspired lifestyle brand on a mission to empower you to open new doors in your life. I am so glad you're here. And oh, by the way, today's High Vibe episode is brought to you by Advocare, a wellness company on a mission to support your health needs with High Vibe tools and resources and products. And you got to check them out in the show notes to learn more. Support this podcast when you shop. And oh, by the way, get discounts because you listen. So I'm on this quest to live and work more in my feminine energy versus the masculine energy that seems to rule my world. Um, Now, before I go any further uh, and break down these energies and why they're so important and and how they can help you run a high vibe business and live a high vibe life. A quick disclaimer, yo, this is not a bash on men or masculine energy uh, because all of that is a certified vibe. Masculine energy is so important and necessary, especially as a business owner, entrepreneur, or really leader of any team. So before you think that that's where we're going to go, I'm just going to tell you right now, it is not about male versus female. It is about energy and it's about balance because here's the deal. If you only run on M, M for masculine, you will end up on E for empty quickly, babe. Uh, So you need a little F, you need a little F uh, for feminine to balance that out, right? So let's talk about that today. And I think we have to begin by taking a look at the two energies. So masculine energy, this is how I run, okay? I I would say, and I am working on this, this is why we're having the conversation. Uh, I'm gonna tell you how I got to this point, but I would say I run, I run about 80% masculine. (laughs) Uh, and And it's great because I love to achieve and I'm an achiever and no, I'm not an Enneagram three. I am an Enneagram seven. I'm motivated by freedom. If you are into the Enneagram thing, but I definitely have some three tendencies, but I'm an achiever. Uh, you know, the, the masculine energy, uh, sort of rules my life and my world. And it's great, right? Because this is the energy of doing it's the hustle. It's the grind. It's, it's the checklist. It's all about achieving and thriving and success and making shit happen. I 
I'm a generator. That's what I do, right? So all of this is important because if you don't carry this energy, babe, you're going to go out of business. You won't get anything done. And you'll certainly get pushed around in your career and in your life. Maybe you'll be taken advantage of. So you got to speak up. You got to get shit done. You got to move. You got to work hard. You got to ask for what you want. And you have to have those tough conversations. Yet, if all you do is grind, hustle, and live in the masculine mode, live in achieving mode, you run the risk of burning out, breaking down, ruining relationships, or getting sick. Plus, you may end up being pretty intense <laughs> to be around, right? So this is where the divine feminine can come in. Uh, the divine feminine is, and feminine energy really truly is the energy of flow, of, of vulnerability, of spirituality, of grace. It's it's trust. It's slowing down. It's listening better and listening more. It's leading with love. It's living in abundance and knowing that there is more than enough to go around. And most importantly, it's what opens up. And this is big. This is why <laughs> I need to be working on it and aware of it and why we all do. It is most importantly, the feminine energy. It is what opens up the pathways to receiving. This is why women, we hold the power of giving birth. This miracle of bringing another human into the world, a woman births a child into the world because she's received that gift. So whether you're birthing an actual child or whether you want to birth an actual child, or maybe you want to birth, like me, a, a business, a book, a community, a mission, a, a, a product, a philanthropy, whatever it is you want to mother or bring to life, you have to first make sure the channels are open. You, you have to be in flow to receive what it is you want to bring to life and masculine energy alone ain't going to give it to you. It will block things from happening, actually, if you run on M a little bit too much. So you need that feminine, that feminine energy in order to be able to receive what you want. Okay, so what does feminine energy look like? It looks like what I'm trying to do right now as I record this podcast for you. It looks like slowing down. It looks like doing less. It looks like less control and more trust, more love, more grace, praying, meditating, therapy, working with healers, reading books that explore this concept. Maybe for you, it's journaling or, or dancing or buying yourself flowers, you know, softening up a bit. It looks like having more sex, being more sexual, right? Opening up more, asking for what you need, asking for help. <laughs> That's a big one for me. Like raising your hand, asking for help, uh, allowing others to help you and allowing yourself to receive 
the self-care you need. It could, it could be taking yourself on dates, wearing beautiful colors, putting effort into the way you look and being in your beautiful, sexy, feminine self. Oh, and by the way, speaking of your sexy, beautiful self, one of the ways I stay high vibe and glowfully beautiful. Yo, it's my supplements and my vitamins. And I don't know about you, but I have vitamin deficiencies. You know, I try to eat well. I live an 80-20 life, but yo, life happens and you will miss getting the nutrients you need because there is no perfect day and vitamins can help with that. Advocare is one of our podcast sponsors. And I recently had Dr. Laura Horton, who is the North Texas Division Director at HCA Healthcare Research Institute on my IGTV for a live interview about all things vitamins. Do they work? Can you OD on vitamins? Like, can you take too many? Like, what is collagen and what makes good collagen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We asked her so many questions and I learned so much, not only about Advocare's products, but about vitamins in general and what the point of all of it is. So, yo, go check out my Instagram. I'll link to the Instagram live I did with Dr. Horton. It's about 20 minutes uh, in the show notes. But for now, a reminder to keep your sexy self sexy as fuck with vitamins. And Advocare's kick-ass lineup of products can help you do that. Their collagen is my fave. I love the rehydrate. And yo, I take a probiotic every single day. So link in the show notes to learn more, go shopping, get discounts, and support this pod when you do. Okay, back to the show. Now, if you listen to episode 92 of the podcast, while I love vibrating high and working hard to be a sexy, beautiful, divine, feminine woman, yo, I've been struggling this year. If you haven't listened to episode 92 of this podcast, I highly recommend you go do it. I think you'll get to know me a little bit more. And I think it is the most transparent I've been on the show yet. I mean, I definitely feel uh, like I bring my full self uh, to each episode, but you know, I I fear um, a lot of the same things that you do, that most of us do these days, anyone out there creating and or running a business, um, I think has a lot of anxieties these days, whether it's cancel culture or offending people or whatever it may be. So you got to peep that episode. It's about cancel culture, my run-ins with it and my opinions and advice on it. That said, I have been doing so much work on myself to get out of my fear and clear the blocks that are holding me back. And one of the things I did to take action, and that's really what yes and is all about. It's about action. It's about, yes, I'm feeling this. Yes, I have this fear. Yes, this is a situation, a reality in my life. And here's what I'm going to do with it. So my and moment, yes, I'm afraid. Yes, I'm feeling blocked. Yes, I have this deeply rooted fear of air quotes, cancel culture or offending people or going out of business, whatever my fear is trying to tell me. One of the ways I took action and ended it was to work and hire an energy 
healer. Now, this is someone who is a spiritual guide of sorts. They are usually a channel, a psychic. Um, they can use their experience with different dimensions to crack open the doors that are sort of shut inside of you. Uh, disclaimer, before you hire an energy healer, do your homework, get referrals, uh, take some time to make a decision there. There's a lot of people out there claiming that they can channel, that they're psychic, that they uh, can connect uh, with and inside different dimensions. And there are a lot of people that are full of shit. You guys get it. Uh, so just do your homework. If you have any questions on this, DM me and I can put you in touch with uh, communities and people to follow that may be helpful to you. Uh, but I did my first session about a month ago and I did it virtually. Uh, she's in LA and I'm in Ohio. And it was this 90 minute session where I, I filled out some like light pre-work in advance of our session. Uh, she she knows me. She's actually in our podcast network. Uh, her name's Christina, the channel, and I'll link up to her in the show notes. But so she knows me loosely. I did some light pre-work and then we sort of began with expectations, right? For the for the session, you know, what what was I seeking to understand? Where was I feeling blocked and lost? And 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 so on. So I filled all that out and then we got to work. So I log in to our Zoom and I'm in my guest bedroom upstairs and I have a candle and all the stuff, right? So, um, and I, you know, make sure my space is really quiet. Uh, and we started the 90 minute session with a 25 minute, 25 minute meditation, which was big for me, uh, because the most I meditate is three to five minutes daily, right? I will run a Marianne Williamson uh, two-minute meditation. I usually write my I am power statements, and then I sit quietly for uh, 60 seconds, and I sort of visualize um, the theme, the mantra, the big calling on my heart that day. So for me to sit for 25 minutes was a big deal. So she had me play this like beautiful playlist. I turned off my camera, I had a candle lit, you know, the space was high vibe. I I was in my guest bedroom. So I just sort of like laid down on the bed. We set a timer for 25 minutes. And it was during that time that my job was to just be, <laughs> which is so hard, by the way. Uh, and her job was to listen, to channel and to use her psychic abilities to read, feel, tap into my energy in order to give me a reading that allowed me to find some answers. So the timer goes off. I really, truly uh, woke up in a daze, kind of like nap vibes, like how you feel when you get up from a nap. But I felt refreshed. And, and honestly, the first thing I remember feeling was like really lightheaded um, and even a little anxious <laughs> about what she'd see. I mean, working with a psychic is always a little scary because, yo, they are psychic, right? So um, anyway, I wake up, uh, we regroup, and the last hour was a conversation about what she saw, what blocks were coming up, and how we can begin to heal the energy uh, that feels off, like where those blocks are and what we can do to unblock them. And the biggest aha moment I had was when she said to me, that I am running too masculine and that I have 
got to begin to tap more into my feminine energy. Uh, like I said, I, I, I know it and I run about 80% masculine and I know it's blocking me from birthing all these new things that are being downloaded for me, mostly in my business and even in my life. Things like moving to Scottsdale, the new brand House of And, a new book, a new keynote, courses, a membership, all this stuff, right? So much new energy, so much being downloaded and none of it moving forward because I had been paralyzed by fear. So she told me that it's the feminine energy that brings new life, that brings new things to life. It's the energy of receiving. And until I can tap into that, I'm going to remain frustrated and afraid and blocked and stuck. So she says this, I receive it. And I'm like, fuck, like I knew this, but I wasn't doing anything about it. And then she says, so what's up with your mom? (laughs) To which I was like, uh, why are you asking about her? She goes, well, first I'm a psychic. (laughs) And second, something's up there because your feminine energy is super jacked up. Now, if you have read my book, Fear is My Homeboy, if you have been hanging around my social media, if you have been listening to this podcast for a while and you're a little bit of an OG, the conversation about my mom has come up from time to time, right? We have a challenging relationship. And I shared with her that I have never felt safe with my mom, right? I sort of feared her even here, sitting here with you at like 45 years old, there's a part of me and I fucking hate to admit it. Uh, that is still afraid of her. So growing up, I, I dimmed my light so I wouldn't poke the bear. And I shared that while I've forgiven her and things are better now with massive boundaries, I still feared her and I never felt safe with her. And she goes, well, no wonder you are struggling here. Your earliest and only model of the feminine was scary. It didn't feel safe. It wasn't nurturing and loving and spacious. It was scary and hard and something you avoided. You didn't feel expansive around your mom. You felt like crawling in a hole and hiding. So no wonder you find yourself doing that when things get too vulnerable. No wonder you never saw yourself as a mother. No wonder you never played with dolls. No wonder you run masculine. No wonder you are very comfortable in male-dominated environments. It's your your shield. You know, if I hide in the achieving, I'm in control. I'm safe. I can't be hurt. I'll just fucking hustle my way through this life and that's what it'll be. But it can't be because it's no way to be. So I asked her because I'm I'm fucking head nodding, right? I'm fully agreeing and hungry for this and ready and I want it and I immediately desire putting on a long flowy dress with flowers in my hair and I want to run into a big open field spinning in circles of divine feminine energy. I want this shit so bad. So I go, okay, tell me, what do I do? What steps can I take? How do I start? And I grab my pen and my notebook and I lean in to which she goes, 
okay, I have answers here, but I want to stop you right now and acknowledge that what you just did, that even you asking me that question, picking up your notebook and the pen and leaning in, looking for a to-do list, is you in the masculine asking how to be more feminine. You want a list. You want to know when it's done. You want a set of rules and a process. You want to know when you've completed the task and achieved the goal to which I go, fuck. (sighs) And so it is. So she goes, here's what I want you to do. I want you. She goes, I want you to write yourself a letter, which the second she said that, the masculine in me was like, oh, fuck, a letter. Like, you know, like that in itself is so uncomfortable, right? Uh, But here, here she goes on to say, I want you to write yourself a letter to little Judy, to seven-year-old little Judy. I want you to tell her what happens. And how she grows up. And everything, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. And everything you wish you could go back and tell yourself. And then, I want you to forgive her. Forever thinking that there was anything wrong with her for all the mistakes, for all the fears, for the shame of being seen, for the fear of shining too bright, for all the times she hid, for all of it. And like I said, at this point, I'm thinking, oh, fuck, you know, how am I going to do this? And like, what will I say? And how will I begin? And then she goes, if you think that wasn't feminine enough, here's what she says next. She goes, and then... I want you to run a bath. I want you to take a bath, run a bath with with Epsom salts and candles. And I want you to read that letter again in the bath. And when you are draining and sit with it, right? And then when you're draining the tub, I want you to think about all the bullshit you've been telling yourself, all the things you're worried about, about being seen and being vulnerable and being canceled and being afraid to shine your light. I want you to feel it and see it going down the drain. Okay. So I'm sitting here thinking, deep breaths, Judy, deep breaths, trust this process. Then she goes on to say, I want you to imagine your scary images of your mom and your early perceptions of being a woman and your fear of the feminine going down the fucking drain with all of it too. And guess what? I fucking did it. I did it. And it was hard and it was magical. And I cried and I laughed and I smiled and I stood up and cheered. And at a few points, I became so excited for seven-year-old Judith. She had no idea how big and beautiful and expansive and magical and love-filled her life will become. It was a, a powerful experience and one that I'm glad I opened my heart to doing after that ceremony, I mean, I, I, I forgave her. I forgave my mom. I forgave myself. I, I forgave seven-year-old Judith. And I have become 
And I have begun this journey of softening, of being in flow, of stopping more, listening more, trusting more, of letting go of the end result and trusting the result of now. So I ask you, what do you need to forgive? Who do you need to forgive yourself? someone else? And more importantly, what is feeling blocked in your life, right? Where is there friction that is holding you back from getting what you really want? Are you not receiving the things you desire and cannot figure out why? Because maybe you too are blocking what's meant for you because you are too in the masculine. You're trying to control the outcome and you're not in the flow of your feminine, which is trusting the process. Oh, by the way, that is also the improv theater. Because listen, if you want to give birth to a business, a book, a product, a podcast, anything, You have to open up the energetic pathways (laughs) inside yourself so you can receive it. And the only way you can do that is by allowing your divine feminine to have a seat at the table. Maybe it's a money block. Maybe it's a perception block. Maybe it's a fear of judgment block. Maybe it's the I'm not smart enough block. Maybe it's the I'm too old block. Can you say, yes, this feels uncomfortable and I'm going to open this new door anyway to see where it may lead me next? Because let me tell you, I can, I can say, my hand is on my heart. You cannot see me, but my, I just put my hand on my heart. You're going to see more of this here on the podcast and in my social and really, truly in the brand, that feminine energy, you'll see it here on the show and our guests and the things I create for you and in the personal stories I share with you. I'm waking up and we as humans are waking up not only to what's possible, but also to the fact that anything is possible if we are willing to do the uncomfortable work required in order to earn it. For me, this is uncomfortable being more vulnerable, fucking crying on a podcast, right? But it also feels so divinely right. So I ask you, I invite you to take what you've learned here today in this solo episode and try something new. Maybe you take the forgiveness bath. Maybe you write a letter to seven-year-old little you. Maybe you show the world what you're made of with the power you've always had in you. Maybe you finally ask the question, write the email, make the phone call, have the conversation because you are Dorothy, babe. Those red ruby slippers have always been yours. Now, It's time to put them on. 
It's always my honor to be here with you. My goodness, thank you for the gift of your time. And listen, before I leave, can I ask if you haven't yet left a podcast review, would you? It's how we keep this podcast on the air for free and pay the team it takes to produce the show for you each week. It would mean the world reviews are how we show our partners, our sponsors, and iTunes that the show matters. And every review is literal gold. So it would mean the world to me if you would do that. And as always, my gosh, if you loved this show, let me know on Instagram. Talk to me. Send me a DM. I live for your DMs. I love your tags. Let me know what you thought about this. Are you running more feminine, more masculine? What was your biggest takeaway? I love seeing your posts. Keep them coming. And you can always, besides DMing me on Instagram, send an email to hello at judyholler.com with your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. I love you. I'm cheering you on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for sharing. And I'll see you right here next week. And in the meantime, keep opening those doors.